Thank you for listening to the Melovision podcast, the podcast with me, Joachim, where I get to talk about Eurovision Song Contest and Melody Festivalen with all of my friends from around the world. If you like the show, please share it with your friends and don't forget to follow us on our social media. Just search for Melovision Podcast. Now, let's get on with the show. Hello everyone and welcome back to Melovision, the podcast where we talk about everything Eurovision and especially, especially this week, Melody Festival, because it's the final week. Woo! Uh, and with me to do that, my name is of course Joachim, and uh, with me from the lovely coastal town of Usta in Skåne, it's Philip. Hello, good evening. How are you? Good, how are you? I am thrilled, excited, but also a bit sad. But, mm, you know, it's almost over. You will have a break and then it's your revision again. So, Oh, God, I know. Uh, that's going to be fun. Uh, and special guest this episode from the tiny coastal town of Adrossen in Scotland. It's Craig. Hello. Hello. How are you, my darling? I'm Good, good. I'm excited. A little bit sad like you are, but Mm. I'm excited for Saturday. How are you doing? I'm fine. I'm fine. Uh, I just need to tell our listeners that, you know, I'm not going to be biased, even though this is my boyfriend we have on the guests as a guest today. (laughs) Um, We still have very, very much different opinions when it comes to Eurovision, right? Oh, yeah. And Melody Festival, and God knows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah and the first time no you've been on the podcast once before last season uh yes um i think it was oh god when was it some february, semi-final february yeah. last year yeah yeah uh so welcome back uh, yes so let's start with some news So, uh, I mean, Europe has been busy, as always, when it comes to the middle of March and the deadline for the songs to be uh, picked and selected. Uh, so we're not going to run through, because basically a hundred countries has decided their song this week. <laughs> uh, so some of them are Denmark, Serbia, Austria, Portugal, Estonia, Moldova, Greece, I mean, North Macedonia. Jesus, I, I feel like I'm forgetting someone. But we're going to talk about some of them. And basically the ones that has caused the most emotion, uh, at least in me, but also um, the ones that are quite high up on the betting charts right now, which to me is quite surprising. But let's start with uh, San Marino. Craig, why don't you start? Um, You know, I was very pleasantly surprised. They normally send... They normally send something that I'm not particularly into. You know, Serhat was Serhat was good. That was that was funny more than anything. Um, but this one, yeah, this one kind of came as a surprise to me, and I am very pleasantly um, pleasantly surprised. And I'm actually I'm really digging this one. Yeah, it's very. Uh, 
I don't know. Uh, it's very um, Fuego esque. I was I was going to say I could imagine this on an Eleni album or an Eleni single. Mm. Um, I think it's in quite a similar vein. Yeah, Philip, uh, I feel like you, this is your kind of song. Yeah, it is, uh, but it's not my kind of artist. Uh, I think <laughs> okay. I told you this uh, uh, earlier this week. Yeah, I like the song, uh, but I, this is like age shaming, but whatever. <laughs> uh, I feel like she's too old for this song. It does feel like they. this could have been sung by someone much younger. Yes. And then it would have really popped. I don't, I, yeah. I don't know. Um, do do we know how old she is? She is. I can look that up. Uh, Forty plus. Yeah, forty one. So I mean, she's not. Okay. I mean, we're we're getting okay. there, Philip. We're getting there. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, but uh, I mean, the song is written by tons of Swedes, uh, Joy and Linnea Deb, and also surprisingly, Susie Pia. If you guys remember from last year's Mello, who did a song called Moves. Mm. Uh, in the same same semi-final as the Mamas, Move. Um, she did a rap song. Uh, I don't know if she written the lyrics for Flo Rida. I mean, we haven't even talked about him being on this Will song. Will he come to Eurovision? Or will he just be on a squeeze? It depends how much money's in the budget, I suppose. Yeah, but also I feel like if you're going to get one rapper, I think Flo Rida is probably the cheapest one. Because he hasn't released anything since, like, the early 2000s, has he? Mm -hmm. But, I mean, it's fun. I think it's really fun. I do it's have much a... better than last year. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, but yeah. I, I did like Freaky, though. Freaky, freaky, freaky. Uh, that felt more age-appropriate. Uh, but, I mean, I do find the the when she sings... Adrenalina. I think that's a bit weird. It doesn't really go goes with the song. It's a bit like offbeat, but it's something I just thought about when I listened to it. Um, but it, yeah, it's a fun song. Um, there were some potential, I don't know if this is just rumors, but in Russia, they had their first national final where people could vote for the first time since 2000 and I want to say 15 or 17, I think. Uh, and the winner was uh, a lady called, let me just, okay, this and pronunciations, uh, Manisa, Mani, Man, Manisa, uh, with the song Russian Woman. What do you think, Philip? So I actually watched this video first time today, mm -hmm. uh, and I was in a bit of a shock. I don't know uh, what to think uh, and what type of genre of music is this mm. uh, yeah it's something different is it like Russian rap I don't know I guess I guess uh, uh, yeah I don't know what to think I'm in shock I would not be bothered if I never heard it again <laughs> mm. um, I it's one of these songs for me that will be It'll be lauded by everyone as being a bit different, and you know, um, everyone will be like, "Oh, this is great! Something, something edgy from Russia." Whereas I'm just like, I just didn't think much of it, to be honest. Mm. It's not, not, not for me. Um, I feel like if any other country sent something like that, it would be trashed. Mm. So um, it's a thumbs down from me. 
Yeah, the, the, obviously the drama or the speculations has been that uh, Little Big really late in the uh, in the competition or even like two days prior to the actual national final, uh, Manisa got the call that, you know, do you want to be in our Eurovision tryouts? Uh, so two days before she gets had this song, I guess, in her catalog and it was just like, okay, I can do this song. Uh, so maybe she took the spot from Little Big because uh, they released uh, their new single, Sex Machine, also on Monday. So, I mean, speculations are running wild online. I don't know if it's true. Uh, I do think that Sex Machine would have been a, f- a bit more a funnier choice. But I think this song is very... It's 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 weird and uh, maybe it's an earworm. I don't know because uh, I do. The second time I listened to it, it was a bit better. Third time, oh, you know what? Not that bad. <laughs> okay. But it's not. I mean, it's not even close to being in my like top ten or anything. But mm. I do. Have think... you have you had a glass of wine this evening? Uh, I am drinking my second beer. Yeah, that'll be that'll be the explanation <laughs> then. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, moving on to something completely different, it's Switzerland uh, with uh, their same artist as last year, uh, John John Tears, uh, and yeah, it's a French French song. I'm not going to even try to pronounce that one. Uh, I think this is actually it's interesting. I don't, wouldn't say it's fun. I do. It's on the verge of being boring, um, and. I mean, he has a great voice, and he's good-looking and all, but I just find this to be so dull. I mean, I I just, I can't, I, this is the kind of music I can't really appreciate, because I just find it boring. Uh, I think it's a beautiful ballad. Uh, I think the song uh, is, I like it better than the song he had last year. Um, yeah, it builds up to something. Yeah, it's a nice, beautiful ballad, and... Uh, he can sing, so yeah. But then, um, is this a winner song? I'm not sure. Yeah. Mm. Um, I think it's quite um, a similar vibe to the one that he was supposed to go to Rotterdam with last year. Um, I don't. I don't hate it. I don't love it either. It's just kind of, it's kind of middle of the road for me, and I feel like it takes until the second chorus to actually properly get going. And then you feel mm. like it's going somewhere, but it just doesn't. Um, yeah. But I think it'll pick up a lot of jury points, and I think it'll get to the final. But whether it's going to trouble at the top five, I don't know. Mm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think the juries will eat this up. But this is a song that I will never, like, even think of playing when I'm like sitting at home working or making dinner. This is like no. Mm-hmm. Never. Uh, moving on to one of the big fives. Uh, it's the United Kingdom sending, once again, uh, same as last year, uh, James Newman with the song Embers, released today uh, with both the video and the song, obviously. Um, I think, Craig, you're, you, should, you should go first on this one. <laughs> I was very pleasantly surprised when I heard this this morning I um, this is the first time in a, lo- in a long time that we have sent a song where I thought, do you know what this this really isn't 
that bad. Um, I think probably, probably most recently, the one that I liked the most was Lucy Jones. I think that was 2017, maybe. Um, But I think, I think it's a little bit of a cheap Sagala type of song. Mm. But, you know, at this late stage, I'll take it. I'm happy with it. I think it's got a nice vibe, a nice beat. I really love the trumpets on the chorus. Um, But I think, I think it really needs good staging to pick up votes. Uh Hmm. Yeah, I agree. Uh, it's upbeat, it's fun, it's much better than the song from last year. Uh, and I also wrote in, uh, like, uh, I'm very curious how they will stage this for Eurovision. It's like, they need to stage it good. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, otherwise it can go really bad. Yeah. And as I wrote in our group chat today... Uh... <laughs> I feel like he is suffering a bit from Michael Rice syndrome, whereas he will need a lot of choreography because I'm getting very much like office party dance move <laughs> vibes from him right now. Uh, he, yeah. he doesn't, I mean, he's obviously very talented musically, but that does not mean that you can dance to <laughs> Alipa. Uh, I mean, this, so he needs to do something with that because otherwise it will just be him standing. I mean, Victor Krona last year, yeah, you know. Uh, so, uh, but I, the song, song wise, I think this is great. I think it's a great choice for the UK. I think it is very true to the UK. This is very, a very British sound, isn't it? And uh, I mean, no other country. Uh, could have really sent this, which I think is a good trademark. It's a good like stamp of approval, uh, where it's like, oh, you know, this sounds like the UK. And you know what? It is. Uh, whereas previous years, they've sent songs that are like very generic. Yeah. Very, very generic and very dated, I think, and just mm-hmm. yeah. completely out of touch with, with what the contest actually is. Whereas I'm hoping this one... This one puts me in mind of a song from a couple of years ago that was in our national final and it didn't win. Um, it was the year that Michael Rice went um, and it was called Sweet Lies by Carrie Ann. It oh, yeah. puts me in mind of that and that one was, you know, I really liked that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that should have won that year, definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we'll see. I'm, I'm, um, this could be a very good year for the UK. Uh, moving on to Bulgaria, and Victoria is back. She's still very, 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 very sad, though. Uh, that hasn't changed. Uh, with the song, uh, what's it called? Uh, Growing Up is Getting Old. I mean, yes, that, that's a party, party stopper <laughs> right there. Um, I mean, I, I really like her voice, uh, but uh, ugh, at least last year, it sounded a bit more contemporary and a bit more, I don't know, it had a, had a heavier bass. This, ugh, no, 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 I don't, no, I don't like it. No. No. Philip? Uh, same. Uh, it's miles away from the, Tears Getting Sober, right? Her song mm. from last year. Yeah. I like that song. It was like up there in my top five. So, uh, yeah, I get very sleepy listening to this song. It feels like like a lullaby. 
Yeah. Mm. But she's singing it to herself like as a child or I don't know. It's just so it's, it's yeah, just it's very snooze. like very it's supposed to be very dramatic, but I'm just getting very like ugh, theater drama class, you know. Ugh, get over yourself. I don't know. Uh, Craig? This is a pee break song for me. Mm. So when this is on, I will go to the toilet, I'll have a cigarette, I'll go and make a cup of tea. Not all at the same time, because that would be weird. Um, but you know, <laughs> one of the one of the above. Oh, yeah. it's, it's a song that I, um, I don't really care if I yeah. miss it. No. Um, the last uh, song that we're going to talk about this episode is also another Big Five country, uh, Italy. Uh, and they are sending through from San Remo, of course, as always, uh, the punk rock band Moneskin with the song City e Boni. Uh, Philip? Mm, uh, I don't know what to say. It's not my type of music, uh, but I think it's something different for Italy. So, yeah, kudos. I don't know. I have not heard any of the other songs in Sanremo, so I cannot, like, compare if I liked any, no, anyone no, me, else me other than this one. But, uh, yeah, it's nice. It's Now there's actually one rock song in the final. Oh, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. And I think this is way better than uh, Finland, actually. To me, this sounds like real music, if you know what I mean. And I think Italy has been giving us that for a couple of years now, like songs that actually sound like songs from outside the competition. Not saying that's a good thing uh, or a bad thing. Uh, It just sounds like proper music. And that necessarily isn't like only uh, like forced into your vision uh, or that genre. But I think this is a good rock song. But yeah, this is not my kind of music, so I won't. Pro- I probably won't listen to it that much. But it's a decent song, I guess. I think it's really nice that they always, you know, Italy always sends a song in Italian. I really like it when a country um, is so um, confident with their, you know, in their own language that they always send it in their native tongue. I think that's great. Um, I wish, you know, maybe Sweden would do that at some point. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, that's that's all I have to say about that song, really. Mm. I, yeah, pass. Uh, obviously, the reason I picked these songs was because many of them uh, are in the top of the betting charts. Uh, so if we look at the top three right now, uh, still up there is France in third. Then we have Bulgaria in second. And Switzerland in first right now. I mean, have you ever heard so much rubbish on your life? I mean, this is the most boring top three we would ever have if this were if this is the case in yeah. May. No, no, no. I mean, what a fucking snooze fest, to be honest with you. All of three of them is balanced, so. Yeah, I mean, this is it, it's awful. So, if I'm... you had to pick one of those three to win. I guess, yeah, Switzerland then, I guess. Mm. I mean, Italy is fifth right now, so they're doing pretty well. I mean, but we talked about Russia before, and they dropped like a fucking A-bomb. They went from number two down to 15, like that, when they released that song. So, okay, we're not going to Moscow next year. I can tell you that. That's good. <laughs> um, but, um, we're not going ever, thank you. Uh, no, 
probably not. Uh, but yeah, I, is is this something with the? I don't, I don't really know what they base these betting charts on. Probably what people are betting on, so the odds get lower fan and so wank. on. Yeah, but isn't like San Marino a perfect fan wank then? Or like Cyprus, or uh, I don't know Serbia. Yeah. But those Maybe. songs, like with Eleni and uh, those type of songs, they come off like two weeks before uh, Eurovision starts. These are like, mm. yeah, yeah, closer to the time, definitely. Because I remember not even noticing Fuego until the semi-final. Mm. Yeah, many people did that actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I don't know. I feel like they are like living in a like separate world from all the other Eurovision fans because I don't know a single person who has these three songs in like their top ten even. So I don't know what they are basing this on. Does it maybe also go? Does it maybe also go with you know the online traffic in terms of articles and comments mm-hmm. and the ones that people are talking Googling, about? Googling, yeah. And, yeah. Probably. I mean, I think all press and all sort of like um, chatter on like forums and fan sites, I guess. But I mean, this is just if this is if this is the (laughs) the case in May. Oh, God, what a boring year. (laughs) Um, What do you feel now in general uh, about the songs? Because basically there's only like two or three countries left now. That we haven't heard. Mm, uh, I'm excited for Azerbaijan. I saw the teaser today. That looked amazing. Yes. So, yes. Mm. But I think uh, Sweden has a good chance of winning this year, actually. So, oh. after listening to all mm. the songs. Of course, I mean, Iceland is still left, so a lot of things can change. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, so Iceland, Sweden, Poland as well hasn't released mm-hmm. their song. Can't wait for that. Uh, and, um, blah, uh, and yeah, then obviously we come to um, a rather point that we were going to mention. Belarus, they released a song. That was a bit. That was revoked, basically. Uh, the EBU said, "No, girl, go back. Uh, this is too political." I've looked at the lyrics. I don't know if it was the correct translation. I don't find it to be very like pro, um, pro the Belarusian government. Um, but apparently, EBU finds it to be. So Belarus is still to be announced uh, again. So we'll see. Malta is also still left, mm. uh, of course, and there. But they're sending Destiny. Uh, Craig, what do you think about the this year so far in Eurovision? Um, I'm a bit like last year, um, you know, before everything got cancelled, and that I was a bit on the fence. There was nothing that I really thought on first or second listen. I really like this. Um, I was super interested to see what Hurricane were going to give us from Serbia this year, mm. and um, because I really, really liked Asta La Vista, and then um. Yeah, I listened to it and don't really feel that much. I just, mm. I don't know. Maybe it's a grower, but I don't for this, you know, for this competition, that's not a good thing. Um, but yeah, there's nothing so far that I think. Oh, I really like that. I was, 
I was hoping that you know Norway would pull something good out the bag, but they didn't. So, <laughs> <laughs> Philip is like bullshit. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like. Just thinking back at what I felt last year, I had the exact same feeling around this time that mm. like, I don't know, it's a, it's not a, you know, it's not a real, it's not one of the best years ever. However, back then, last year, I came around and I was like, you know what, I still have like, at least like 15 songs that I really enjoy. Uh, so I just I think my, my mindset right now is just so mellow. So I'm just like haven't even given the other the Eurovision songs a chance yet. Because mm-hmm. uh, basically that's all I listen to. And Sardoshan's new album, go listen to it. It's great. Poster girl out now everywhere. Um, <laughs> so, Do you want a coffee? <laughs> I mean, if she could sign it, please. Yeah, send it my way. I couldn't play it because I don't have a recording CD player, but yeah, you know, yeah. it could be cute. Um, some other news. Uh, the last one is um, some drama in the Swedish international juries. Obviously, Sweden always or always in the last, I want to say, 10 years have had a international jury to decide uh, to give out. They give out basically 50% of the votes and the scores in the final. And uh, it's eight countries. And this year, one of them were Belarus. I mean, weird choice to begin with. Like, what the hell were you thinking? And obviously, a lot of people reacted to that. And SVT quite, I mean... In a matter of hours, we're like, went from, I mean, we need to give everyone a choice. They still have great taste in music and great knowledge of music. And then a couple of hours later, you know what? Okay, we'll listen and uh, we're going to replace them. And they replaced them with the UK. First off, why the hell did you pick Belarus? What's your opinion on that? Uh, very strange. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't see how that would be one of the... The first choice countries in the lineup of, you know, of the jury. Yeah, pick Ukraine or some. Uh, you have uh, like, like other countries around there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bulgaria, yeah, Poland, yeah, Romania, like Slovenia. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, because uh, the thing with the juries is they're supposed to represent different parts of Europe, so that the Swedish public get a sense of, okay, what does Europe like? Because obviously, when the international juries has placed their votes and their scores, the Swedish public can still call in and vote with the app uh, for about, like, I don't know, five and ten minutes. Um, So obviously, they can still, like, based on what the jury has voted, they can still affect, or at least they want to give the illusion of that they that the vote that the televotes can still affect the results in some way and i guess they can but and that's why they need to have or want to have like okay europe thinks like this and if that then if you only pick countries from western europe then you only get a sense of okay you know what that's what western europe think but maybe the whole eastern bloc would have voted for danny or would have voted for eric or whoever um I don't know. I think there's a valid point in saying that we should have countries from all over Europe, southern, yeah. western, eastern. I don't really see the point of having another Nordic country because that's like, you know, they vote like we do. So whatever. Uh, but then they went with the UK. And some people have said that that's a weird choice because... Uh, 
obviously their their taste has been a bit strange some years. <laughs> Uh, when it comes to the juries, I'm just feeling Craig said. <laughs> I feel he has a face on right now. Uh, so you're saying UK has no taste? They have taste. They do. I mean, I love it's British music. Taste. It's a different taste, though, because when some countries totally ignore uh, Roland's or Samir and Victor, they give Samir and Victor 12 points. Uh, and give Lorene, for example, six points when she won with Euphoria. Uh, that some examples, obviously, some in some cases they have had great taste with giving like Blame It on the Disco twelve points, which I fucking love. Um, I guess the, 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 the it's a bit more camp, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, I guess they like the, camp. They like camp, and I guess there's a logistics around everything, you know. I don't think any country in Europe could like whip up a, a jury of like seven people in like five days notice, uh, obviously. Uh, and the UK has been in part of the international juries for many, many years. Uh, I think they've only missed out like two times or something. So obviously there's like a relationship there. So it's easy to call them and like, you know what, can you put together a jury? And sure. I don't know. I just want to know where the hell they find the people from to make up a jury. Because I do get your point about sometimes, you know, they will vote in a bizarre manner. But then also, I mean, I always really liked Samir and Victor at Mellow. So I can't really comment about if I think that was a bad choice or not, because there's always one. They always put in something that I really enjoyed. Mm. Um, But. I mean, whether whether they're voting for what their favourite song was or which one they think will do best at Eurovision, I don't know. Um, but, yeah, I suppose we'll just have to wait and see. But, I mean, I imagine 12 points are going to Arvingana anyway. Oh, yeah. I mean, at least Arvingana is getting a 12 from someone. So that's good. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <Well. laughs> Uh, okay, uh, last week we had the andra chansen, so let's and talk about it. So uh, last week andra chansen, and uh, what about the show? For, first off, what did you guys think about the the show in general? Boring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Poor Cheryl Clamp. <laughs> Cheryl. Poor Cheryl. I always mix that name up. Uh, Shirley. Uh, I don't know. I thought so much. I thought she would do so much better. But mm-hmm. then just flatlined. Not funny at all. I'm, I mean, I suppose I have the advantage of my Swedish still not being as good as it could be. So a lot of it just went over my head. So, you know, I, I don't know about the script or if it came off funny or not. But I, um, I just thought the show was very boring in general. Uh, yeah, I think this year it's all been going like first week, terrible, second week, good, third week, terrible, fourth week, good, under constant, terrible. So, I mean, in that case, then the final will be great, hopefully. Well, it's hopefully. Been, it's been yeah. a roller coaster, really, mm-hmm. when it comes to the quality of the script and the show. And the intervals and everything. But we got an res- a result anyways. Uh, through to the final were Alvaro Estrella, Paul Ray, 
Klara Klingenström and Klara Hammarström. Uh, which means uh, Lilla Syster, Frida Gren, Eva and Eva and Efraim Leo had to leave the competition. Um, did you guys have any... Did your favorites go through to the final? Yes. Every single one? No, no, but my big favorite went through, so... Yeah. Mm. Clara K. Yes. Clara K. <laughs> I, um, if I'm honest, I, I, I didn't have much of an opinion about on um, who went through. I, I wasn't bothered who it was, really. I'm glad that Clara K went through. But mm. the rest of them, I, I couldn't really... I don't really care. For, I don't really care for many of the songs last week. No, I felt the same. Uh, I did feel like I would have liked to have uh, Lila Sister in the final rather than Alvaro. Um, yeah. Um, but my favorite, if I had to pick anyone, um, would uh, was Clara Hammarström when she when her name was called out. I just stood up and screamed like yes, because uh, that was a huge surprise to me. Uh, I thought that Efraim would have won win that easily, but maybe it was close. I don't know. But um, yeah, super happy about that. Uh, well deserved. But yeah, after last week, we had our 12 songs for the final. And I, I think it's, it's about sound that we talk about the final. So back to our beloved Annexet. Uh, together with Christer Björkman, his last show in, well, as far as we know, Melody Festival in history. Um, he, yeah, last show. What an impact he has had on this competition, really. Uh, turning it into the spectacle and uh, tour that it now is known for. So, kudos, kudos. Yeah. Uh, he is this week joined by Monselmelöv. And Shima Niavarani. Could be a good show. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, mm-hmm. we love... High expectations. We love Mons. Mons is yes. great. Uh, and Shima is super funny. Yeah. So just pray for... What can go wrong? <laughs> well, the script can go wrong. <laughs> and be terribly boring. <laughs> That's what I'm afraid of. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's hope uh, it's not. But I don't think like Mons and Shima will... Uh, say oh this is they will actually say this is a bad script oh yeah i, I because think they have hosted shows before monster host eurovision and uh, shima has well lots of award shows so yeah yeah and i think both of them have worked together with the uh, edward of Selian, uh mm-hmm. the guy who wrote the script for uh eurovision song contest 2013 and 16 uh and obviously mons was the host uh one of the hosts for 16 so, I mean, I do think that he will have some part of the making of the show. Okay. I'm, I, this is nothing that I know, but I think so. Very exciting. So, we're going to run through the songs. We'll take breaks to talk about the songs, obviously, because there, there are many songs. Uh, starting from top to bottom, from song number one on Saturday, it's Danny Salcedo with Dandy Danza. Song number two, Clara Hammarström, Beat of Broken Hearts. And song number three, Anton Ewald, New Religion. So, Philip, what's your thoughts about the opening three? Uh, Daniel's the great show opening. 
Oh yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah, maybe like the best alternative. Uh, and I'm also excited to see uh, Danny on the stage again. It's now been like six weeks since he's performed this yeah. song, so I'm excited to see if he has changed something in the number, changed color on the, his outfit. I don't think purple is his color. <laughs> um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm excited. So of these three songs, yeah, Danny's a, a good opening. And then Clara, yeah, a second chance always comes number second in the yeah. starting order. Yeah. Mm, not great, not great. I don't think they have much hope in her winning this, uh, mm-hmm. which is and rare. Then Anton, yeah, yeah. And then Anton, I don't know. I, sorry to say, I, I forgot him a little bit. Mm. So, but I think it still is a good pop song. So, yeah. Yeah, I feel like from uh, of the songs who went through to the final, I think this is the one that's really it's it's quite forgettable uh, to me uh, when you compare it to like Tusse, Erik, Dotter, Danny, uh, the Mamas. They all have a very like um, I don't know, not unique like songs, but. Mm-hmm. Um, the songs are very them and they have very, very strong personalities. Whereas we remember Anton as the guy who didn't sing his song. Sorry about it. Uh, I'm super excited about Danny. I think his song is amazing, uh, pun intended. And um, yeah, great opener. And I'm sad for Clara that she will probably end up in the bottom three. You know, it's funny because when I heard Dandy Dancer for the first time, I really wasn't keen. Um, whereas now I listen to it all the time. I absolutely love it. I just hope that they don't have him looking like the cow from the Milka chocolate adverts anymore. Mm. Um, yeah, that outfit isn't doing anything for him. Um, Clara, you know what? I don't mind it. I think it's a bit middle of the road. And I I expect it to be somewhere between ten and twelve at the end. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's okay. I I don't like the outfit either, though it doesn't go with the song. I don't I don't understand why she looks like she's about to blast off into space or whatever. It's it's strange. Yeah, you know what I mean. She looks like she's yeah. about to go to the go to the moon. It's <laughs> yeah, and Anton. I'm going to have to disagree on the sentiment that it's forgettable. I would say it's probably one of the ones I have listened to the most. Um, And, yeah, it probably won't do that well. But I I also don't really care that he can't sing very well because, you know, it's mellow. It's going to be padded out with um, backing vocals anyway or pre-recorded on tape. And, you know, he's a really great dancer. So, yeah, I I like all three of them. Mm. Do you guys think that any one of these has anything to do with the, with the top on Saturday? Maybe Danny. Yeah, maybe Danny. Yeah, I'd say so too. Uh, amongst these three. Moving on, song number four. It's The Mamas in the Middle. Number five, Paul Ray, The Missing Piece. And in number six, Charlotte Pirelli, Still Young. I like The Mamas. I think it's a good song. Uh, it has grown on me 
in the last couple of weeks or days, uh, actually. Um, and I, I, you know, you never know with the mamas. I feel like this is a dark horse. And I wouldn't be surprised if we, on Saturday, say that they are going to Rotterdam again. Just saying it right now. Uh, this is definitely, it's going to be up there. Top four, top three. Uh, and yeah, if they deserve it, mm, probably not. But uh, I think they will be anyways. Paul Ray, couldn't care less, uh, really, uh, about that song. Charlotte uh, Pirelli, I think it's great for her that she's in the final. And I think it's a good song. But she will... Mm, no, she she will be not even close to top three. I think she will be like between maybe 10 and 7. <laughs> Very narrow gap, but yeah. Uh, it's a good song and I, I'm so glad and pleased that she went through to the final though. So good for her. The mama's so right. No end to it. I couldn't. Um, I wouldn't listen to it outside of Saturday. Um, will they win? Maybe. Maybe they'll get a lot of votes because they didn't get to go last year. I don't know. Um, not really feeling it though. Paul Pass. Um, Charlotte. Solid, solid 11th place finish. Oh, 11th. Don't get me wrong. It's, it's not bad. I listened to it. Is it going to do well? Absolutely not. Mm. Yeah, um, I agree. The Mamas is the dark horse uh, as last year. I think they could get like third or second place in the jury and third or second place in the public votes. And mm. then we have them as winner because the jury and Sweden cannot agree. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Paul Ray, don't care. Why is he in the final? <laughs> and then I love Charlotte Pirelli, still young. And I don't agree with you guys, but she, I oh. think she will be in the middle somewhere, like six, seven. Okay. Yeah, because if you look at the like the start, you have Danny Dan, Dan the Dansa, who is fun. Then you have like uh, how many four very very serious songs, mm. and then it's Slager Party. Mm. Yes. Yeah, and I do think uh... it could get a, like a Kano effect. Yeah, and where she probably will get points, definitely from the juries, is the fact that they recognize her face, even though she might have altered it a bit since 1990. Uh, but, but, uh, a bit. A bit. Uh, but I do have to say, her makeup has become a lot better. Yeah. But um, I do think that just her, the fact that she's there and her name will give her, well, she will score some points from the juries, definitely. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's a very slick performance as well. Now we're getting down to the nitty gritty. The last half of the semi or of the semifinal, the final, where we know SVT always likes to put the favorites. And here we go. Number seven, Tusse with Voices. Okay, not all favorites are in the bottom half. Uh, Alvaro Estrella, Baila Baila at number uh, eight. Number nine, uh, Clara Klingenström behöver inte dig idag. Um, so, Tusse, I just, I, I don't understand the love for this song. I listened to it again earlier before before we came on, and 
I just found it bland, generic, boring. Um, I feel like it sounds it sounds like a winner song that you would have had on the X Factor in two thousand and six. Mm. Yeah, I just I feel nothing for it, and I, I feel like I dislike it even more because everyone else seems to really like it. Yeah. Um, so, but who is liking this? I have never. <laughs> everyone. <laughs> but who like... have you talked to? Someone else who likes this song. <laughs> But I feel like all I see is comments about how good people think it is, and and mm. um and then you look at the numbers on Spotify, and it's the one that's doing the best out of everyone. Oh yeah. And yeah, it's it's a hard pass for me. I don't like it. Um, I'm concerned that it'll win, and yeah, I couldn't care less for it. Um, yeah, I feel like if Sweden picks that and it goes, and you know, if you don't qualify, I won't be mad. <laughs> um, number eight, Alvar Alvaro. Um, you know what? It's okay. It's it's inoffensive, but I wouldn't choose to listen to it otherwise. Um, and Clara, I really, really, really like this one. I think it's kind of come from nowhere. Um, it's kind of built up this sort of underdog following sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I really, I really enjoy it. I really like it, and I think I'm not so sure about the juries, but I think she'll pick up a lot of points from the public. I agree with my new Scottish friend. <laughs> <laughs> uh, everything you just said, uh, yeah. To, I think Tusi is a great artist. He can sing, uh, but as you said, the song uh, is like it's an idol winner song, X Factor winner song, and Alvaro is not offensive, uh, but. Yeah, I would love to have Linda's sister there instead. Uh, and Clara, my favorite song this year. Mm. My really, I, I listened to it like, how many days, times a day? Like 20? I don't know. So I you're... want her to go past <laughs> to Spotify. She's up there. <laughs> you know what you should so... do? You should put it on repeat on Spotify and then go to sleep. Do that. <laughs> oh, yeah, I may do that too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, and but... I would love Sweden to send a song in the Swedish. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Me too. And the thing is, I don't know if this type of song will do very well in Eurovision, but I don't give a fuck. Okay? <laughs> I mean, we could, if she wins, what I'm, uh, I mean, if we're even talking about that, uh, I mean, I'm scared that we will have a Anna Bergendahl moment. Anno 2010, you know. Uh, this song is so much better. It yeah. is, it is. But I don't know if it's maybe too Swedish in a way. Maybe. I don't it's know. Def- I mean, it's def- if, if it wins and it goes, it's definitely dead in the water if they decide to translate it to English. That would be horrendous. Oh, no, no, no. Yes. We definitely need to send it in Swedish. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I feel... Tussa, I don't get the hype. I think it's such an overrated song. And I I really hope that people wake the fuck up on Saturday and be like, you know what, it's an okay song, but is it a winner? I This doesn't scream mellow winner for me. At all. This is like, this is like you know, Bishara, back when Jon Lundvik won. Um... This is like, yeah, it's 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 a song, mm-hmm. but it's you know, no, 
I, I don't get what people say like I've also seen comments where people have gone like this could be top three in your vision what fucking planet are you on this will get murdered butchered by the televotes yeah sure it will probably do quite well with the juries but the televotes this will just disappear in the background I feel yes uh, Alvaro Estrella I don't I don't even want to you know, this, no. Um, Clara Klingenström, I really like this song. I think it's great. It's probably my second favorite song in Swedish this year. And we'll come to my f- number one Swedish song later on. Um, but yeah, I think it's great. I think I'm so happy for her, especially. I think it's so fun that uh, in Melody Festival, and I, I mean, uh, a lot of... Um, fans uh, on online are claiming that you know melody festival is the same thing every year it's the same artist sure there are a lot of like returners but uh i mean we still can bring out these like nobodies really and get them through to the final we've done that i think we do that almost every year uh and i love to see it for her and i hope that she will do amazing on saturday I just, I just love that she turns, <clears throat> she turns up with her guitar, and her box eye pink hair, and her fifty kroner dress. You know, it's just <laughs> I love everything about her. H and M, H and M. She glittered the fuck out of it. <laughs> she did. Take note, Joe Black. Uh, okay. <laughs> if you haven't seen RuPaul's Drag Race UK, you don't understand. Uh, so. The last three on Saturday will be in 10th, Erik Saade, Every Minute, 11th, Dotte, Little Tot, and 12th, ending the show, is Arvingarna with Tänker inte alls gå hem. I mean, the two of these are my favorite songs of the year. Erik Saade is amazing. Uh, I think this is probably the best looking performance uh, this year uh the song is it's it th- this song is probably the song that sounds the most like 2021 uh, in my opinion i do have an issue with this voice um you know it's it it can be a bit off-putting to some uh my issue with this song is probably more the fact that it's maybe too modern and it's not as it doesn't appeal to the biggest of audiences, uh, possibly possible, and that is why I think Tusi is probably the biggest threat because you know all the old ladies uh, in front of the TVs will probably prefer Tusi before Erik. Um, but um, yeah, this has a good chance of winning on Saturday. Doster as well is, I love this song. Uh, I do still think it's probably, if not even better than Bulletproof, at, at least it's up there. Um, and I get so sad every day when I look at the Spotify chart and see that she, for every day this week, she's gone down the position and it's like, oh no. Um, but I still love it and I will vote my ass off on Saturday for her, like I did last year, but you know, look at that turned out. Arvingana, you know what? I'm not mad at this song anymore. I was in week one, uh, but now I find it funny, I find it happy. And uh, I heard they've done some changes to the performance. They have done some teach 
teeth bleaching, uh, apparently. So, it's a good way to end the show, really. But will they have anything to like do with the top three on Saturday? Absolutely not. This is spot number 11, probably. Uh, yeah, it's a great trio in the end. Uh, love Eric's song. It feels like a summer song. Um, as you said, maybe uh, too modern, <laughs> mm. unfortunately. But I really like it. I listen to it every day. It's very good. Uh, uh, Daughter, Little Tot, love it. Uh, I hope she will uh, change something in the performance to make it more edgy. I heard that she will do something, but I don't know what. Uh, mm. And then Arving and I, it's a great way to end the show. I love all of these. <laughs> it's not not often you'll hear me say that. <laughs> um, Eric is my winner. Um, I won't hear a word against him. I won't allow it. Um, <laughs> I mean, the thing the thing about his voice, he's always sounded like that. It's not as if this is new for anyone. Um, I think probably of the 12, it's the most interesting one that we could send yeah. um, performance-wise. Um, will that Would that translate into public votes? I don't know, but I also don't really care. I would just be happy for you to send it. Um, daughter, I like it. I'm going to have to disagree, though. It's no bulletproof. Um, and I also I just I wish the performance was a bit more I feel like it's a bit dark and gloomy you know mm, mm. I'd prefer, you know it'd be nice if they if they changed that round a little bit and Irving and I I mean I'm a sucker for them everything they do I'm like yeah no. um, I really like them I like that they keep coming back um, I also think that you could probably in the running order swap them and Danny around and it would still be good. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, yeah, I think they could either open or close. That would be, you know, that would be fine. Um, I was actually quite surprised that they, they get to go last. But yeah, no, I like all of these. Really happy with them. Yeah, didn't they go last with uh, when they did I Do as well? Yes. Yeah, mm. so that's their spot. Yeah, Uh, we've been talking a bit about uh, Spotify and I don't know, what do you guys think? Is it like, does that even, does it matter? Like, no, does it give us any like indication? No, no. Yeah, I I agree. Because I think I'm sure um, at this point last year, wasn't Anna the highest on Spotify? Yeah, the Mamas was fourth on like the latest. If you look at it right now, it's, as we mentioned, Tussa first, and then Clara, uh, Klingenström second, and Erik Sade in third, and then it's Danny in fourth, and then Dotter uh, in fifth. So, um, I don't know. I don't really know if it matters, because, I mean, being number one in Spotify doesn't, doesn't translate into all those people actually voting for you on Saturday because uh, that's a whole different thing and for people to actually vote that many times I mean mm, wouldn't be so sure I suppose you also have to look at who it, who it is that's actually using Spotify oh, is yeah. it just a young is it just mm-hmm. a younger group of people 
and you know they're only going to have I suppose limited influence in the vote anyway because you have the whole age category thing now. Hmm. And then also you need to remember that a lot of people, I mean, they don't watch the semifinals, they don't watch Andrakansen, they tune in for the final because they can't be yes. bothered with the whole like tour and everything. So th- this is probably for many people, not all, but for like, yeah, a big chunk of people, this is the first time they're hearing these songs and seeing the performances. Mm-hmm. And they will obviously just go from what they see on yeah. Saturday. Mm. And also what the newspapers are talking about, you know, all the like oh, yeah. the biggest newspaper, biggest blogs are talking about Tusse, mm. and maybe that's why the beddings are very low. But yeah, I'm scared that Tusse will win uh, because it's not my favorite song. I would even prefer the Mamas to win over Tusse, unfortunately. Same. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's dead uh, last for me. I just don't like it. The Mamas? Yeah. Oh, the, uh, no, uh, Tusse. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then, and I'm so scared that the bettings are not even closer with Eric or Dotter or the other ones because I no. think it's a good year. So I don't understand why he has like Lorian betting. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean it is. Fi- he has a fifty fifty-seven percent chance of of winning, where, whereas no. Eric has nineteen. That's a huge difference. Mm-hmm. But I mean that's betting. I don't know if yeah. I mean the mamas weren't even up there uh, last year. Um, but do you, do you have any like okay? Because I think Philip, you touched on that uh, when talking about um, the mamas. I feel like this could be a year where the jury and the televotes don't agree. So we will end up with sort of like Robin Bengtsson scenario where like the jury's number one and the public's number two or three will win, Mm -hmm. you know? I think that's very likely this year. Yes. Or at least, maybe I'm just saying that because I don't want Tusa to win. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I mean, you know, it could be a situation where whoever whoever it is that wins kind of gets in through the back door, if you know what I mean. Yeah. As in, they don't win either of the votes, but they get enough points to overall... No. Um, sort of eclipse whoever's in second. Mm. Oh, yeah. So, if I were to drag a top three from you guys, what do you think will go down on Saturday? Mm. I haven't, I haven't, I was gonna like freebase <laughs> this and do it when we recorded, but I'm still like, oh, oh my god. It's so hard. And <laughs> are we doing personal or what we think? What you think. <laughs> So we need to be other. look inside. Forget about all of our like personal preferences. I can go first. Yeah, please do. Mm-hmm. And I think that we will have Tusa will win. Erik Sade in second, and the Mamas in third. That's what I think oh, will happen. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Craig, do you have a different top three? Um, ever so slightly. Mm-hmm. I think Tusa will win. Um, I think Eric will be second, and I think third will be Dutter. Mm-hmm. Okay, Philip. Ooh, I think uh, the Mamas will win. Oh, and then we have Tusa, and then we have Eric. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, quite different top threes there. Uh, it feels like Tusa and Eric though are quite they're quite certain to come in top three then. Mm. Yes, we, we can agree on that. <laughs> Anyways, that's good. But I'm, I'm I want surprises on Saturday. Oh yeah, nothing. Yeah, me too. Please, I want surprises. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I would love it for it to like be between like let's say Tussa and Clara, you know, when the, with the televotes, mm-hmm. the last mm-hmm. one to receive the scores, and be like, oh my god, oh my god, will it be enough? Will it be enough? You know, that would be super fun. Oh, I don't think I could take that again. Last year was bad enough. Oh, last yeah. year was dear oh. my heart. Oh my god, don't even talk about that moment. Disappointing. Mm-hmm. One point. One point. Ugh. Yeah, I mean we have our final, but I think we can all agree on that some songs doesn't really deserve to be there. So what if we were to remove two songs, your pick, which two songs, and we replace them with two other songs from this year's Melodi Festival? Anyone, you know, they could have come last in their semifinal. Doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, Philip. Yes. Who, who would you take away? I will take away Paul Ray, The Missing Piece, and Alvaro Baila Baila. And who would you replace them with? I will replace them with uh, Jessica Andersson, The Horizon, and uh, 90-talet, Val featuring Sammy. Oh, that would have been fun. Yeah. Yeah. Jessica is a good song. Mm-hmm. You'll like it. And 90-talet is a hit. It's a bop. Yes. It would be fun in, in the final, so... Yep. Oh, yeah. And uh, Craig? Yeah, I think uh, Nita Talit. I, I, still, I, I still don't understand how it didn't even get to second chance. But mm. anyway, um, the two that I would get rid of because I don't really care for them would be Paul and mm. uh, Tusa. Okay. And... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, those two, those two are the ones that I just have no time for at okay. all. Mm-hmm. Um, I would replace them with uh, Tess Ooh. and uh, Lovat. Oh, oh yeah. I'm surprised that you took away. Not well. I know you don't like the song, but to Sam, I mean, wow. Okay, <laughs> bold choice. Well, you know, it's just. It's just not there for me, so I wouldn't miss it. No. I would take away, actually, exactly the same as Philip, Paul Ray. We, I mean, we all don't want them here, obviously. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, and Alvaro Estrella, uh, Baila Baila. And I would replace them with Patrick Sean, Tears Run Dry. I think it's, yes. an, it's such a good song. And the performance was amazing. And... Lovat. Ingenting i längre som det ska. Or what's it, what's it called? I can't remember. <laughs> but it's, I mean, we, that, what we're missing this year is a ballad. Uh, and a proper ballad. And I think that was the best one we had this year. And I think it's such a shame that it's not in the final. It's just such a good song. I really, really enjoy it. And oh, yeah. I think it's another one like Me to Talent where it was done dirty by the public and it didn't deserve mm. to finish sixth. And I do need to say that she is still in top 50 on Spotify in Sweden and her semi-final was two weeks ago and she's still up there in like top 30 even. 
So, I mean, people have clearly, they snoozed on her during the semifinal, which is such a shame. And they did with Nitu Talat as well. Mm-hmm. Well, we've court, we've named our winner, I think, and we all think that it's going to be Tusa, right? No, not Philip. You thought the mom was. Oh, no, I want Clara <laughs> to win, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I th- would be so happy if Clara wins, but yeah. You know what? We're not going to stop talking about the mamas because uh, let's do our throwback Thursday. So obviously all this season we've been doing our throwback Thursdays where we talk about songs that we didn't get to see in Eurovision because it was cancelled last year. Uh, and we thought we'd take the opportunity to talk about the Swedish entry last year that we didn't get to see, uh, which were the mamas move So, I mean, we might have different opinions about the song. I actually, in the end, turned out I, I, I ended up liking it quite much, actually. Uh, how do you think it would have done in Eurovision? Top 10. Mm. Mm, yeah, I agree. They are, they are great. They have great personality, great voices. So, yeah. I would, have, I would have said top five. Top five? Oh, yeah. With all the uh, other, okay. yeah. I mean, <laughs> with all the other songs, I mean, yeah, it, they have something. They have like that, and I think that's the thing that's dangerous on Saturday. They are so charming and look so friendly and happy, and it's just joy on stage, really, uh, and that's contagious. And I think that would have done. Probably would have probably got our best score with the public votes with the mamas last year, and for yeah. But are they such a are they so charming and such a hit with Swedes because they had prior knowledge of them with Joan or do you think that would have translated over the whole of Europe? Because I don't mm, know. True, um, but I do honestly think that people really enjoy that song. Uh, but of course, their personality and their story of being like the background singers to to uh, uh, Jon Lundvik definitely helped them. But yeah, and uh, they helped Jon Lundvik. They <laughs> did the number. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, I think they would have done pretty well. And I mean, I mean, there's no surprise in when it comes to what it would have looked like on stage because you know Sweden always does the copy paste so. Uh, it would have looked exactly the same. Which I was... don't think. I don't think there was any need to change anything either. You know, it was no. as good as it was. Oh yeah. It was sleek. Yeah. One thing we can uh, about Saturday, uh, they because they have the juries will watch the rehearsals tomorrow evening, and they will not see the pre-recorded bit when they have their old outfits uh, from last year. 
because oh, that's okay. uh, against EBU rules because it's a too long of a segment of pre-recorded footage to have. Uh, so um, the juries will only see them on stage with their golden pantsuits and not the uh, with the black dresses from okay. last year. Mm-hmm. Justin could affect things. I mean, because that's yeah. that's a big part of their number, you know. Yeah, it's a good effect. Mm. Yeah. Any last thoughts on the Saturday final? I'm excited. Yeah, me too. It's going to be it's going to be a, a good night, I think. Yeah. And I'm hoping, as Philip said, I'm hoping we get a surprise and mm. the winner isn't who we think it's going to be. I was thinking today because the song that gives me the most joy right now is Danny and I was just thinking you know like brainstorming if he would win mm, that could that could be fun yeah that could be fun because I think that song is a fucking banger love it Uh, but yeah that's what we think Tell us what you think. Do you disagree with us uh, or agree with us? Tell us in the comments. Uh, I know that probably I will stay off Twitter after the final on Saturday because I will be mad as hell at some people, as always. But, you know, uh, social media, right? Um, But don't stay off Twitter during the show because we will be live tweeting commentary on on all the acts uh, as they go off stage on Saturday. That'll be fun. And, of course, join me uh, on a bathroom somewhere in Stockholm uh, after the show where I will either cry, laugh, or be mad as AF. So, yeah. On Instagram, live. Yay. Uh, Thank you so much, guys, for this episode. It was a long one, I know. uh, But thank you for sticking around. Thank you, Philip. Thank you. And thank you, Craig. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. Oh, it was so fun. Uh, Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. I mean, you tuned in for this long, so why not subscribe? So you don't miss our reaction episode next week after the final. Uh, Until then, bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.